brand new release from Winnipeg's The Gumshoe Strut is available now. The Heartbeat EP is the local MC slash producer's first solo release in 10 years, and he returns with a fiery display of raw emotion set to a wavy, hot-blooded soundscape. You can get the Heartbeat EP now on digital, cassette, or CD at thegumshoestrut.bandcamp.com. If you're a regular listener to the show, you may have heard an episode recently all about band merch, about getting custom shirts made, pins, patches, stickers, everything. If you want to get that in Winnipeg and Manitoba, you should go see Scott from Divine Shirt Company. Since 2013, they've been supplying local Manitoba creatives with custom printed apparel, embroidery, digital printing, and graphic design services. So if you're in the market for new merch, why not come join the hundreds of satisfied local artists and small businesses and visit Divine Shirt Company today. You can find them on Instagram at Divine Shirts or by email at info at divineshirtcompany.ca. All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, this is a call... Uh, okay, well, I think this is an interesting one because, you know, a lot of the time when I'm doing these, I'm talking to a band that is fairly well-established and, you know, I've maybe seen them play live or I have their records or, you know, they, they've been doing things in the local music scene for a long time. But this is kind of a new project that we're talking about here today. So I think the best way to kind of start it off is just to like start from square one. And if you guys can explain, first of all, what the band is and then who you are and what you do in the group, that would be great. Yeah, uh, well, we are Stupid Juicy, the stupidest of Juicy. <laughs> yeah. um, spelt with two zeros, not O's, because we like to be impossible to find. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. We, we were the, I guess, former members of a, of a hard rock band called the Love Tongues. Right, and the Love Tongues were on this podcast, it's got to be probably four years ago now, right? Yeah, I don't know if it was quite that long, but it has been, it's, it's been some time. It's been a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, essentially, you know, things were kind of winding down we'd won indie week um a year prior and then the year after just didn't really result in kind of what me and you had wanted uh we had lots of musical ideas and you know quarantine hit sure and it just was like excuse to sit down and just you know flesh out any idea that we had and try out absolutely any possibility and we just realized we had such you know um a great chemistry working together so naturally and it's so nice not you know having you know a lot of other voices to kind of um, influence your decisions. You know, we can clear an idea as we want and just go for that. Um, so this project, I think, is kind of just our unhinged ability to have fun with music and to do something that we think is exciting and not really what's going on typically. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'll just add a bit to that. Like right now, yeah, like you said, it is very new. And uh, it's just the two of us, me being you and, uh, and then, over there is my man Powell. Yeah, Ian Powell over there. Um, introduced our names. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Right now it's just the two of us, um, and it, it's pretty fresh. It's so we uh, we're kind of just figuring out a lot of this stuff as we go as well. But um, yeah, I mean it's it came from the Love Tongues kind of Love Tongues kind of became a stepping stone to where we are now. Okay. Sort of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah. is the Love Tongues officially over at this point or is it on hiatus or what's the what's the status of that band? I think hiatus is probably safe. Like me and a uh, drummer in that band, Kyle Fox, uh, we play Animadians as oh, well. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, this yeah. Project. yeah. Um and uh, Kyle Maskey's playing in Northern Royals and they just got a new release coming out that sounds awesome. Yeah, I just had uh, them so on the podcast actually recently there. Yeah, cool band, yeah, for sure. Oh man, they're like the nicest guys too and incredibly personable and funny. Totally. Totally. Like, yeah. I'm sure that 
a solid episode. <laughs> it was. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, essentially, just it all seemed like we were getting too busy with some of these other projects, and it just that that one just didn't get the focus of the time it deserved. Uh, but I think me and Ewan were writing really good songs in that project, and we really enjoyed working together. And you know, I think I think people, especially in such a small city like Winnipeg, uh, you got to hold on to that, you know, because when when do you find you know that lightning in a bottle kind of thing? You know, totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I can relate for sure. Like, I've been in bands. No, it's been a while for me, a long time since I've been in bands. But I basically had the same drummer in every band I was in just because, you know, like, he was probably my favorite drummer to play with. So once you connect with someone like that, definitely, yeah, you, you want to keep him around. Yeah, it's it's the language part, you know. Like, you know, me and Ewan can sit down in a room and, you know, he can give me two lines, you know, if that's all he's got off the top of his head. And that can usually inspire something or, yeah. you know, we can work off the, the smallest little idea off each other. And, you know, I'm I'm very proud of the, the EP we've released so far. And I know we've got another about 20 or so more that we're kind of slowly going to be putting out over the next year and a bit. Oh, right on. Um, yeah, like, I, I guess that's really really the the main fuel behind it is that we just have so many songs and they just keep coming that we figured it'd be better to just put them out yeah yeah like i I would just again add to a little bit to that but um it i think it's important to note that we didn't really plan this in the first place like we didn't plan starting a new band or anything like that it just came from circumstances uh, as far as covid goes and yeah and not being able to jam you know uh and play music with our band so but we still and i we live in the same house so that was fortunate that like helps we, yeah and, yeah for sure yeah 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 it was really was um a blessing because then we kind of discovered that um no matter what covid or not we still need to play, play some music and um eventually it led to this you know so it's you know very much um a surprise on our end as well yeah but uh well, it's interesting because, like, you know, I've been doing this uh, for the past probably almost six months now, these Zoom calls instead of in-person interviews because of, because of COVID. And everyone's story of how they've dealt with the pandemic has been has been pretty different. But, I mean, you guys seem like you've been really prolific during this time, which isn't always the case for a lot of bands, especially when you've got a larger group of people and they just haven't been able to meet because of, because of the pandemic, right? Oh, like, that's exactly it. Like, there's just so little human contact, you know. I know that's the whole point, but it... Uh it's it's i feel very fortunate that i i don't have to have that separation from a bandmate or somebody that i get to write music with yeah you know? uh, and i think maybe what we got out of that is maybe why we needed to share it with people so badly because we kind of learned through this you know i've i've had some of these ideas for some of these songs since i was like you know 17 years old and you know i just kind of just rifled any idea at him and the ones that he he liked were a lot of the older stuff and we rewrote them together and like that whole collaboration element um to writing music like to me that's what makes it alive like that's what makes it real that's what makes it tangible sure and i couldn't figure like a better way to make music tangible than to actually give it to people so you <laughs> yeah, know, that, I, that's the best way to do it for sure yeah, yeah especially when you, you can't know? you can't play shows right like the, 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 you, well, know, you can't you go gotta on. you gotta find your living you gotta find your muse or whatever it is you get away or whatever you get from playing music um you know, you got to find that somewhere else. And I'm not one for, you know, being on the internet or boasting about myself or my music. But, you know, I'm really proud of the fact that, you know, me and you and sat down and, you know, we really worked at these songs. Like I taught myself production just for this product or project product. Cool. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> um, but to some, some regard, like, I guess it is a product. Like I wanted it to sound as good as it possibly could. And, you know, over the span of five or six months, like my ability to do home recordings just, you know, 
is, is tenfold. And I guess like that excitement of doing something new and, and writing some, or writing something that is above you or with somebody else. Um, it just, it, it, it felt so good. Like we, we kind of needed to, to put it out there and make this kind of its own thing, even though we had other projects going on that are maybe getting priority. It's just, if, if the music felt good enough, why not? I guess how do you how do you define what this is? Because I know I think that uh, the love tongues you guys called yourself sleaze rock or something ridiculous like that, right? <laughs> so like, uh, and from what I've heard of this project, this is very different. I mean, there's certainly some elements that are the same, which is going to happen naturally, right? But what do you call this? I mean, you know, the the name again is kind of ridiculous. Uh, the same as your previous band, right? So <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if that really uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. gives you a clue as as to what it sounds like. But I mean, how, how do you define this? Well, I think like that, you know, ridiculous, as you put it, or just like, you know, almost like, you know, boneheaded name. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, it removes the seriousness from ourselves in a lot of ways, because like a lot of the songs we wrote are absolutely like 
Looney Tunes, you know, like they don't, they, they're not trying to always be something bigger. Like we have songs that I think are truly deep and have, you know, really great lyrical content songs that are supposed to just be, you know, hilarious things you can sing or be, you know, stupid, catchy hooks. And, uh, I think, you know, not taking ourselves seriously, but the music seriously, um, that's really the only way you could you could you know share these songs with people and stand by them because sure we're, we're we're not putting any you know political opinion behind it we're not thinking about you know uh speaking on you know world issues we just want people to have fun with music and to express themselves and to not feel so um scared of what people will think or trying to fit some kind of genre or box because you know the most you know, confining and pigeonholing experiences, you know, you get labeled as a certain genre and that's where you're stuck. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, if you ever do anything else other than that, you're just selling out. And like, I don't really even get to that point, but I just want to be unlabelable. Yeah. You know? Well, unfortunately, I mean, just to take the other side of that argument, I feel the need to label you something because I have to write a description after we do this, release this episode. <laughs> to call you something right i also need to file you away in my brain so like you know i guess maybe you know if the previous band and again i don't want to dwell on them too much but because this is a new project but if that was uh sleaze rock of course i mean do you have like a a goofy descriptor for this thing for like a a genre definition yeah for like for lack of anything better and because you want to stay kind of nebulous and and not pigeonholed in one in one genre right like yeah that that's that's gonna be tough. It's I, hard. It's it's a shitty question. Yeah. I hate asking. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. I would honestly just go with pop. Yeah, I think sure. Really, you know, pop maybe with pop influence because this guy really found his voice in in uh, in spit and fire. Like I didn't really know that was something he did <laughs> until we started doing this project. Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. Like even I think I rap on two of these songs now, and I'm you know laughing at myself. But like it's fun to kind of take on that that role. And I think in today's I don't know listening and different influences in your songs like you need to have things that people are listening to sure and hip-hop's been probably the most you know free spirited and you know uh, creatively uh unrestricted genres i think you know it just seems to get better and better every year so i don't know yeah, i would i would yeah i guess i would have to go with pop then if, if we're talking label um pop you know, right. right? But, but that's okay. So, I mean, the the whole thing with this project is, um, I guess we didn't really intend to take any sort of direction with it. It was really just started out two guys that couldn't jam with their band anymore. Sure. And had this, uh, you know, this urge to just keep creating music. And, and through that, we started just really, um, pushing each other in a like the in a in the best kind of way like kind of pushing each other's boundaries and and he would do something and I would come back and do something and it would kind of encourage you know the other one but um you know Ian's skill as a producer is really what just blew my mind through this cuz um those weren't skills that you had I don't think or not as much no not was, refined I had no idea when we started yeah. but by the end I think. and now it's just insane what he's able to do it blows my mind still and it makes me want to do the best that I can do on the music to, like to live up to what he's doing sure and so we just keep pushing each other further and further um so if, if nothing else it's been a, a way for us to really get out of our shell and push our boundaries musically and just like, explore what we like and and uh, not having to say that something anything that we do is um 
off limits is is nice because then we can just go all kinds of crazy places with it and just kind of it's like experimenting through through trial and error kind yeah, of thing, yeah. you know. But to that that being said, we do um we take the music seriously. Like we want to do the best quality, create the best quality content that we can. But at the same time, it really is about not taking ourselves too seriously, or which I, yeah, it's kind of a paradox or something that, you know, it's a bit of a catch 22, I suppose, but maybe I, I find fascinating about it. I don't know. And probably why people can't, well, well why we certainly can't label ourselves, but why I guess you're it's, having a hard time maybe yeah. labeling yeah. us too. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, like, again, I, just, I know I just said, I don't want to keep dwelling on your previous band, but that's kind of my favorite mm-hmm. reference for you guys. And I remember when we did, I had you on the podcast before, whatever that was, and kind of listening to it ahead of time. There was like sort of the uh, the goofy element of it with the band name and the sleaze rock thing, but like you guys could actually play and sing, and like that was sort of uh, almost initially surprising just because of the kind of the I don't know if it's the persona of the band or the way it was kind of presented with you know there's this 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 name and these songs and stuff, but then it's like holy shit these guys actually know what they're doing, and that I, I think is kind of what maybe present prevents it from being like a novelty thing, right? Because you, you could easily take this thing we're just goofing around having fun and just make it just a goofy band, but you guys actually you have yeah, the the skill yeah. to back it up, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know not to to, to get this guy's ego inflated or anything, but he's <laughs> easily the best singer I've ever worked with, and right. he's easily the most down to work you know as, as far as people i work with and I've, i'm fortunate to play with a lot of really great musicians and some fantastic singers uh this guy's just a workhorse though and like he's he's zany and he comes up with really crazy ideas and he's you know 100 percent behind what i'm doing and he was like that in the love tongues too and i think the reason why maybe that you know that goofy name with you know serious music um is kind of what we do is because we're we're, we're funny guys we're tongue-in-cheek kind of guys and we, you know, we really don't take a whole lot seriously. Sure. Uh, but the only thing that we really do ever is write music and play music and think about music and listen to music because, you know, like we can't really do a whole lot else, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it obviously works for you. Well, yeah. And like at the end of the day, at least it makes us happy. You know, we even said going into this, like, you know, if we're going to put these out because we don't know marketing and we don't know how Facebook algorithms work or yeah. anything like that. Um, you know, so we said if we put this out and, you know, people, it's a flop and people don't like it, you know, like, how are you going to feel about it? And like the bo- the first thing we both said was that we'd be proud because, okay. you know, like at the very end of the day, like we just had such a growth and like compared to the love tongues, like it's just, I feel like we, you know, leveled up or we, um, you know, we really pushed our boundaries or, you know, pushed whatever that idea was to a whole nother level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we could have gotten here without the love tongues. Like it wouldn't have been, it, it was... You know, it was that everything about it was kind of brought us to this moment now. Um, you know, and I think just as far as like the the climate, you know, and uh, uh, the public, all the chaos going on up there, it's it's really I think refreshing to have some like lighthearted, um, feel good, almost like yeah. you know, it, you know, make you laugh or make you think maybe a little bit. Um, it's a good time for that. I think people need to be reminded everything doesn't have to be doom and gloom and, you know, so serious, I suppose. Yeah. You need some stupid juicy, some stupid juicy, <laughs> get stupid. So obviously, you know, this is something that was kind of, uh, created during the pandemic and we're still sort of in this and who knows what the hell is going to happen with it. But once, you know, assuming everything gets back to normal, 
what is the plan with this project? Is it something you're able to play live with just the two of you, or would you need to expand it for a potential live show, or what happens next? You know, it's a uh, it's, it's funny you said that because we we've been talking about this for the last month or so, and we've kind of like like even it's mentioned earlier, like this thing came out of nowhere with really no intention and had no no blueprint, if you will. Yeah. Um, so now we're just kind of going through our head, like how do we want to go about making this a, a live thing, you know, because I, I love bands that can go out there and play their music however they want. And, you know, it can be whatever it is that night, you know, and I think just like recording these songs as much as I take pride in how I'm crafting them, like I really want them to be free and have their own life on stage. So I don't know if it ends up me and you and just arranging this, the two of us, or if we end up getting, you know, some other musicians in, but I think it's just going to, you know, it might be one of those things that always kind of flows and evolves or, you know, maybe we just find the right guys and it works. But I think the plan is to take it, you know, to the stage. And I'd like to tour some of the stuff and keep it going because we do have like just so many songs in, in the yeah. wings right now. Yeah. And I think we're both itching to, itching to jam, you know, like to play live again. It's been a long time since I've... <laughs> done that ian's still got a medium so they practice and stuff so he gets to do that but yeah I, I'm, I'm itching to play live with whoever wants to play with us you know? <laughs> yeah yeah well, well yeah I just, it's, I'm, it's such a weird we're just, it's just the weirdest time because because like you know there, there are shows happening sort of but they're these weird socially sure. distanced shows and they're so few and far between well yeah it looked yeah. like votov sold out the park theater recently for their release i think like that couldn't have been too too long ago, and that's like right in the thick of the pandemic. Like, good for them. Like, that's awesome. But was that a socially distanced park show? Because I've been to the park. Like when they first reopened, reopened. I went to the Scott Nolan show, which was the first one they did, and it yeah. it, it, it was great to be at a show again. Obviously, but right. I mean, everything was spaced out. Everyone was sitting in assigned seats at, at certain tables, and it was it looked half empty in there. Uh, which is, I think, is kind of what right. has to happen in order to do a show. So that was sold out too, but right. it didn't look like a sold out show, even did though it was feel- so nice. Sorry, Go did ahead. it feel like um like a live show? Like, did it yeah. feel like okay, this is getting back to the what we love about it? Within five minutes, the, the very beginning, waiting Wonderful. for the band to start, it was weird, and I felt uncomfortable, and I was like, everyone's wearing masks indoors, and you know, as you do, and we're all sort of spaced. But then, as soon as the show started, you know, it's it's the park theater, the sound is the same, the the lighting's the same. It, you forget. Yeah, cool. and I guess, like, I think it's just awesome that, you know, given this time and, you know, people are so on edge and, you know, money may be tight for a lot of people. I know yeah. it is for me. Uh, you know, just people are still, you know, even if there's a small capacity that, you know, it is still selling out. It's just like it's a it's a nice reminder to some of us who are pretty worried about what's going to happen after all this is over to, you know, see that people still want to go out. And even though things are weird and not the way that they're, you know, used to or, you know, that doesn't feel as personal, like still going to show that support is such a wonderful and reassuring thing to to see and to to notice as an artist like i'm just yeah. very thankful for the people who are taking you know live music seriously and not taking it for granted well i think the experience is different too because like you said it doesn't feel as personal i think it feels more personal because you're in such a small group and a show is kind of necessarily more intimate and yeah you, that's fair even at a big Absolutely. venue right i mean like you kind of get that house show vibe even at a larger venue which is it, it's different. I mean, I don't know if some people might not like that, but I, I thought it was cool. Sure. Hey, but at least it's still happening, right? So. Yeah, yeah.
probably not going to happen but i have this fantasy dream here where like uh this whole covid thing is going to just completely like destroy the music industry from the inside out and burn everything to the ground and start it again fresh <laughs> I, I don't think it's likely uh, like but but do, do you feel like there's maybe uh, a, uh, go ahead no i think you're onto something there continue continue i was gonna say do you guys think that there's an opportunity for bands that maybe you know because even in Winnipeg, where there's so many artists, there are definitely certain acts that, that they get more attention. They get more of the bigger shows. They get, whenever there's a festival, they're always on the bill. And, you know, there's opportunities for everybody, but there's a kind of a higher echelon of groups. And I think that, I hope that this kind of mayhem that's happened here with the pandemic is going to just maybe open that up a little more. And because shows are going to be different and festivals are going to be different and tours are going to be different, it might give an opportunity for smaller bands or newer bands or weirder bands to sort of slide in there and make their own space while everything's still in disarray. I like the way that you said, make your own space. Cause I think that's all you know, like the, the, you know, whatever powers that be or who controls what, like there's a reason things go the way they do because they, that's the way they want them to. Right. So sure. if there's a platform for, you know, guys like us or, you know, people who don't get an opportunity to kind of make their own opportunity, if you will, or make their own thing and establish their, their voice in a world of, you know, things that were already established. Like, I think that's where we could see a lot of change. And I think that's really exciting and really cool. Um, definitely, you know, doing this project me because i i'm in a band that is pretty pretty smart and you know has the experience and knows you know they have a plan and they, they know what they're doing but i've never had the experience to you know kind of go out on my own and do that so with this you know i'm you you kind of you learn how to I, I don't know play the game is the right word but like you're you learn the ins and outs or what you have to do and it's it's not always the way you know we 
typically like things to be done or maybe it's not the way we envisioned it so it'd be cool just to see some other ideas out there maybe just some new opportunities out of this if not nonetheless you know yeah 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 i would go i would go even further this is just my speculation from what i see but i think you're absolutely right it's um it is a perfect time right now for for um things to find a new way like um i guess the best way to put it you know I just think, yeah, someone's going to come along and do it because I think the old the old blueprint is just not going to work anymore for many reasons. Um, but people are always going to still m- make music and and Definitely. crave that music, and so I, I do think, yeah, it is going to change in many ways. Um, you know that we can't really predict even, and and in in a positive way, in a positive way, because uh, I think it was probably due for. A, change anyways everything was due for a bit of a shake-up yeah um and you know i i I keep my eye on that kind of stuff i I love just thinking about that kind of stuff and really trying to you know just learn it's fascinating to me but um it's a little too early to say anything for sure right now except that yeah it's the time is perfect for that to happen i i don't think it'll go back to the old way so so something new is going to have to happen yeah, whatever that. that whatever that ends up being, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and it will be positive. Um, Hope so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't see different. how it won't be. I can't see how it won't be positive. Yeah, because... it'll. Yeah. It'll just be different. That's all. But once you get, if you learn to like accept change or embrace change, um, that that's when it'll start to take a new shape. I think. Sure. Well, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's 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 so kind of up in the air right now, too, right? That it's like going to be like the Wild West. It already kind of is in terms of getting shows, and 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 no one's touring. I mean, very few people are touring anyway, and, and, and shows are, like, at a premium because there's only a few bands actually doing it, right? So, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it'll be interesting to see how this goes it's down. A do it, it's a do-it-yourself world right now for music. Yeah. Like, just, uh, and, like, just like this project, it's it's all been DIY, you know? We've, we haven't had to spend any money, really, on anything. We haven't had to... Like, other than gear expenses. and coffee. But yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah but those are part, all... of the, part of the gig, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's back in the hands of the artists now, so the artists can do with that what they will. Yeah. But it's so you know you've got all this uh, possibility now, but also it's all on you. So there's no you know responsibility will have to go up a notch. You know, take responsibility for what you're doing, and that's not a bad thing. No, definitely not. It reminds me of back in the day when, you know, there was like starving artists, you know, they do the like starving jazz artists, they do the rent parties, right? Because there was just no money going around. You know, you're kind of getting the same vibe now with people who are relying on playing live to make their money. Like they'll, they'll do house shows and yep. house concerts are becoming much more of a, a thing or like local house tours, if you will. Yeah, it's I think great. that's wild because, you know, that's direct interaction with the artist you like. That's um, like a, a super intimate way to see and hear your artist perform, uh, make a contribution to them. Heck, you can feed them, you know, and you kind of take control of your atmosphere too. Like, I, I like the idea of, of, of more of these house shows becoming a thing and just having yeah. like more of like a, 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 you know, an expected rate for, you know, a night's show or whatever, and you can work it out. I don't know. I'd love to see some of these ideas, you know, stay or stick around because I'm seeing them work. Yeah. And people are, a lot of people are experiencing it for the first time now. <laughs> I would love to embrace and escape the 
never fall Far away land, give me the palm of a hand Buried our feet in the sand, help you to stand If you should happen to fall Porcelain doll, bell of the ball A slipper of glass, let lad in the last Love yourself Love someone else All we ever have is love kind of always appreciated about the way the internet has changed kind of the way music is created and consumed lately is that it does go back to that DIY punk rock thing where everyone can just you know you can make a record in your basement and put it on the internet that night and it's just available to everyone so the DIY like opportunities are strong but I still feel like there's a lot of people trying to make it in the traditional sense and I think that this hopefully will maybe change that and, and maybe being DIY will be sort of the goal rather than trying to you know get heard by some influencer or whatever like maybe you'll want to play a house show 
instead of hoping that you can, I don't know, get on a playlist or something. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. You're exactly right. I think um, people will find out really quick that the old way just isn't going to work anymore. And naturally, that will progress naturally because people, it's, you know, it's just going to take some time, but it's the natural evolution. Uh, you're exactly right, though. Well, either I'm right or I'm just old and set in my ways and I refuse to, uh, you know. <laughs> it's no, one no, no. Two. I think if, because in your ways, then you wouldn't be embracing the change. But, but uh, you know, I, I see, I see that wisdom in you. I, you know, it's, it's, you, you can, you know what's going on. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I could be dead wrong, but it's okay. And then now I'm on record saying it. But <laughs> so I'm assuming a lot of people hearing this uh, episode of the podcast will be hearing about you for the first time. I know, like you guys have been around. You're in other projects. You've been in projects together, and you've been making a lot of music. But I don't know if Stupid Juicy is necessarily the uh, you know a name that everyone's familiar with. So if someone's hearing you, no, on here, definitely not. I mean, they might be. Once you hear it, it kind of sticks in the head, right? But, um, like, hopefully. Yeah. So, how do people find out more information about what you're doing? How can they hear what you have recorded already? How can they, you know, keep in touch in case you play a show at some point? What's the best option for that? Uh, well, we're primarily releasing everything through Bandcamp because, you know, kind of on the subject of not liking the way things were sure. and, you know, wanting change. Like, I, I'm just so heartbroken by music streaming for a, a ton of streaming. I'm not like a against it completely i just uh i think there's a better way to do it i'm sure um so we're just doing everything on Bandcamp because we figure if we put in the the labor on it and we do it all ourselves like we'd rather talk to people and you know have them interact with us to, to buy our music um you can listen to it on Bandcamp like a certain number of times for free too to check it yeah. out if you like it um if you can't afford it and you don't like or can use Bandcamp, if you message us we'll make you a copy or we'll email you um we just uh Bandcamp is probably the best way to get a hold of us or like our social media page on Facebook. Cool. You know, the pretty standard stuff. We don't have a lot of that stuff. Um, we just signed up for Manitoba Music, so you can find us there. But essentially, we'll, we just want our music heard by anybody. So if you hear it and you believe in it and you like it and you want to, you know, we'll send it to you however you like. Um, if you can't afford it, heck, message us or even just share it. That's a huge thing for us because, you know, like you said, nobody really knows this name yet. They yeah. may know us from other projects and maybe believed in those projects. Um, and if that's the case, like I definitely recommend them check out this stuff because, you know, I don't like to boast about myself, but I just thought we were writing really honest music, you know, music that didn't have any agenda. It wasn't targeted at anything. It was just the things that we like and the things that we think are exciting. Sure. And so much of music these days is about creating a vibe and not, you know, being exciting or being yourself. And, uh, yeah, the vibes yeah. are great, but you know, you know, sh shocking somebody is even better. You know, so sure, sure. Um, I, I just, I, I would encourage anybody who who likes just, you know, catchy, you know, catchy hooks and uh, traditional styles of songwriting, but with a ridiculous twist to check <laughs> us out because, you know, I, I think the music speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, at least I'll, I'll think so. You know, I, I agree. Bandcamp right now the best place. Is just Bandcamp, you know. We'll maybe have some other options coming up, but right now we're just—we've got a lot of um, a lot of material we're really excited about to release, and that's that's where we're going to put it for now. And um, you know, if people want different things, and I guess we would look into that. But for now, that's the way to do it. Um, well, and they've been so supportive during this whole quarantine. Like you know, every Friday they give every proceed to which is like what the, the new typical new music day, right? You know, Friday. So on that day, like they give all the proceeds to our, 
part of this, I think, or if not, dang it, all of it, you know? Yeah, I think it's and all of it. I, just, I think it's like once a month they do all of it or something, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's cool. cool. It's cool, definitely. Yeah. But at least they're, you know, at least they're doing it, and you know, and that's that's really what it's about. Because you know, whether you're in a local scene, whether you're on a label, whether you're just doing it out of you know your parents' house and releasing stuff on SoundCloud, it's all about the community of it. Totally. You know, it's about talking to other musicians. About it's about being excited about other people's music and letting people be excited about yours. Um, so I guess you know, Bandcamp to ask you honored that that community or like the most you know what we're used to anyway with uh getting music out there because you know we don't really know the marketing thing or the the streaming service thing we love playing shows yeah and you know it's it's been weird not playing shows so we we just had to adapt and figure out how to get music to you guys lately i've had a few moments where i know that i lost control of the beast inside my soul still with the punches i roll tyson with your uppercut to your back door Mayweather slipping you feet cross the flow for sure Everything you heard is probably true Bitch, hiding from the flu, here's a clue Find proof, don't forget what you knew I had to figure it out since you was a small youth I had you figure it out from the length in your tooth Hell yeah, I'm a goof, got respect for the truth Sure I told lies that I once believed true What you wanna do, man, the sky's still blue Might learn a thing or two if I'm lucky, teach a few You're the board, I'm the turning of the screw And I'm taking my first off, nothing left for you Stand. 